Welcome to the Zaddy Zone today. Zaddy's in the Zaddy Zone. He's in the Zaddy Zone playing Daughter of Actually, that is not the Zaddy Zone song. I've just realized that's the Wiggles song that the Zaddy Zone song may be based on. They can come and sue me if they want. Bring it on, Anthony Wiggle, you bitch. Ha, ha, ha. Bring it on, you weird toothed bitch. I don't actually mean that. That's mean. I actually like the Wiggles, and we do listen to it, and I do know all the songs. Um, I don't like Anthony Wiggle personally. I think he's kind of a bitch, and it's weird. Any, I'm not going to go into it, actually. It's okay. Um, we have a confession session, and there were some wild confessions that got left out of the last episode that I did with Stephanie Tolev. So I wanted to play them here today. Some absolutely masterful, beautiful moments uh, that you must hear. Um, Oh, yes, I've released a checkbook, checklist slash notebook. Um, It has about 250 pages in it, a brief forward by me. It's called Your Best Chance at a Good Day. And, you know, I made this kind of off-the-cuff agreements video a couple of weeks ago, and I posted it, and people really liked it. And I thought, well, that's that's a pretty good rules, I think. I think that just about covers most things. So I went ahead and started writing why the five agreements were good, why they were important. And I thought, well, why not put it in a checklist so people can tick off all the things, all the five things every day if they choose to. And I think it's good for most people. Uh, The five things are move for 30 minutes every day if you are able to move, get five to 20 minutes of natural light in the morning if you can, Cook one meal a day for yourself. If you cook many meals a day, fine. Just if it's not for you, that rule for, for everybody else who is always eating out, is always eating takeaway, try and cook one meal for yourself a day. And then the next one is give yourself a compliment. And the one after that is to give somebody else a compliment. And I believe that those five things are ways to align yourself with yourself and the world around you so that you can give yourself your best chance at a good day. And um, I think it's perfect for a lot of people, but particularly people who are starting out in their journey of self-love and self-betterment, it's like little baby steps to help that inner dialogue of yours speak to yourself better. You know, I'm a big critic of myself, a big critic, also a big fan, but also a big critic. And maybe the biggest critic of myself is me. And so I know that the importance for me to talk to myself in a loving way, you know, I often call myself an idiot. And then I stop and I go, well, that's unhelpful. You know, you made a mistake. Maybe don't call yourself an idiot after. And so I think that these things, working out, you know, moving, getting natural light just helps sleep. And then cooking a meal for myself, giving myself a compliment, a little ways that you can interrupt the negative self-talk and start talking to yourself and doing things for yourself that are small, really small but they go a long way for loving you. And I believe that you are better at loving other people when you start to love yourself more. There's the the adage, I guess you'd call it by Jesus, love your neighbor as you love yourself. But that rule is contingent on loving yourself first. Then you can love other people. Anyway, I've gone from Jesus and we're going to go straight into pussy farts, no doubt. So let's just get straight into it. I'm not sure where we're going to start exactly. We may as well start right here. I'm not going to tell you the person's name, even though, even though it's right in front of my face. Everyone gets to remain anonymous here. Um, I have what is called a non-relaxing upper esophagus. 
sphincter and it restricts my throat muscles to the point where I cannot push out a burp and my throat makes this weird bassy noise when it's trying to let out air and I call that the troll that lives in my stomach <laughs> and my friends call him the troll as well and <laughs> him. if there is pressure in my stomach that builds up um, I can kind of feel it trapped in my throat so I can self-induce a burp by sticking my finger down my throat oh. and um, I'm trying to see if you can hear my troll oh good she's gonna give us one but, uh, give us one I've basically just chugged Three cans of soda oh, yes. and a can of beer. And I was going to see if I could give it to let me. out a burp. So give this is me. what happens if I self-induce or induce my burp because <laughs> it's pretty built up at this point. So Show me, troll. <laughs> I did it. I'm so proud of myself. So that is the, the terrible sound that happens when I have to burp. So I don't do that very often because it sounds pretty horrendous. Hectic. It sounds hectic is what it sounds like. I love that the throat region is called a sphincter too. And so she's got a sphincter issue in the throat. In fact, when you give birth, they say, like they were saying to Cara when she gave birth, relax your mouth because relaxing the mouth relaxes the, I don't know, the vagina or the birth canal. And so when you re relax your mouth and you don't trance it, it affects that down there. I wonder if she has, you know, an issue with her downstairs sphincter too. I imagine that one sphincter issue would affect the other a throat sphincter would affect, you know, the anal sphincter. Anyway, hopefully um, she calls back and can let us know um, any if there's a troll living downstairs as well as upstairs. Okay, let's go to Anonymous. Hello. So um, Hello. I'm not going to tell you my name, but you actually know my sister and she worked with you at Fashion Week once. Hot. Anyway, so I just wanted to clarify, like, what up into the vagina really means when the fart goes up there. Mm. So it doesn't actually go all. Okay. This is actually, I should just let everybody know the point. Uh, this is about the vagina fart video that I made with two anonymous people uh, who told me that, yes, it's true. When women fart, sometimes it can go up into the vagina, the labial folds really. And I think that that that's where this person is headed, but let's just listen the way up in you, to your vagina hole, like the hole that the baby comes out of and the hole that the penis goes in. The fart air doesn't go up there. You sort of do the fart and then the air is trapped and it sort of forces its way forward. And then where you really feel it is um, in that clitoris sort of pee hole area, like the center of between your flaps. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, like this big explosion up there. <laughs> so... Yeah, I remember watching the video of you asking somebody and when you said into your vagina, does it go up there? And you were so shocked. I was like, does he think that it actually goes into the vagina's hole? Because yeah. she's not really clarifying like where exactly yes. in the vagina it goes and you feel that air. And I just wanted to let you know that because the vagina has so many different areas and so many different feelings. And so you can you can feel something in your vagina hole, you can feel something in your pee hole and you can feel something on the clitoris or on the flaps. And so, yeah, the air is kind of more just going up into those areas. And, yeah, sometimes you might mistake it 
for a fanny fart. Well, those can happen too. Right. I really appreciate what this person's getting at, that the, the fart doesn't go up into the vagina. And we and I kind of knew that, but it wasn't clear in that video because the people who shall remain nameless who were talking to me about it, which is now viral, by the way, like has over 40,000 shares, which is madness. People are still commenting on it. They didn't clarify for me that it doesn't go up into the vagina where the baby comes out and where the penis goes in and where many other things happen too, by the way, not just for babies and penises, um, it, that it comes around the flaps, the clitoris, the clitoris, I believe, is the correct terminology, or around the p-holius, which is the Latin terminology for the for the p-hole. Uh, the, 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 the p-holius is the plural. Can you tell that I don't know what plural, singular, and the other one is? I, I don't know what that is. What's plural? Plural sounds like you're alone, but then singular sounds like you're really alone. And so I'm like, like well, which one is it? Anyway, what do I know? I'm just an actor. Let's go to the next one. I really appreciate that person for calling in and clarifying. Okay. Um, I think the worst thing about getting your fart stuck in your vagina is when you're in public and you sit down and it, like with force, will pop up and it makes such a loud noise <laughs> as it comes out your flaps. <laughs> it's like a popping sound. That's happened to me before. Yeah, in public. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. I think she's New Zealander. Embarrassing. I love that it pops out, though, like it's a popping sound, like it's a champagne celebration. It's just that little – I mean, it is a special moment. It doesn't happen for every fart. You've got to consider that, you know, this is one every thousand farts maybe, maybe more, one every 10,000 farts that this happens, and it should be a celebratory moment. Get the champagne out, ladies, when that happens to you. When you get a fart that goes up into the folds, the flappy fart, uh, as it were, pop a champagne. One every 10,000 farts. It doesn't happen often. You better celebrate it. It's like a, um, an eclipse. It's like this isn't going to happen for 300 years. You've got to celebrate. And by the way, with the eclipse, it also should be noted, with an eclipse, you don't look at right in the when you don't you don't look at right in this like you don't watch an eclipse because it can really be bad for your eyes you've got to be wearing certain glasses and it's true of of course of when you're speaking to a lady who is doing one of the farts that's, that's exited her asshole and entered the flap region anytime she's about to do that fart you cannot make eye contact or you will go blind it's this special cycloptic skill or ability of any woman who's who farts into their folds and it comes out popping. That is for you to know. And women often will yell, flappy fart! And you have to look away as soon as they say that. Don't test it because it will. you will go blind if you look them straight in the face when that happens. But thank you very much for calling in and clarifying that you've got a popping pussy fart. Absolutely love that. Do yourself a big big favor and start taking magnesium breakthrough before you go to bed nothing does more for stress than a great night's sleep and magnesium is critical for getting deep and restorative sleep i've said this before and i'll say it again when you're low in magnesium your stress goes up and when you stress it depletes your magnesium so it's this cycle which drives home the importance of taking a great magnesium supplement 
The reason I love Magnesium Breakthrough is, is it's so effective because it's the only organic full-spectrum magnesium supplement that includes seven unique forms of magnesium, all in each pill. Yes, you heard me right. Most magnesium supplements fail because they are synthetic and only contain one or two forms of magnesium. It's just not enough. When you get all seven critical forms of magnesium, that's when the magic happens. Pretty much every function in your body gets upgraded from your sleep to your brain, from stress to pain and inflammation. And magnesium is also vital for vitamin D absorption. I take two right before bed and have done so for the last year. So for an exclusive offer for my listeners, go to magbreakthrough.com forward slash zaddy. That's magbreakthrough, M-A-G-B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-O-U-G-H.com forward slash zaddy. In addition to the 10% discount you're going to get by using that promo code zaddy, you will unlock a special gift with the purchase for a limited time only. So go to magbreakthrough.com forward slash zaddy. Now to get your gift. Listen, I don't know if this is funny or just like horrible. Test me. But I had abdominal surgery in January mm-hmm. and they gave me some of the big boy painkillers after the surgery. Sexist. Which have the side effect of making you really constipated, which they didn't really want. They didn't warn me about at all. And... Uh, <laughs> It got so bad in the days after my operation and I was at home and I had to actually get condoms and put a condom over my hand and reach up inside my asshole and scoop out chunks of very rock hard poop. (laughs) And my beautiful, wonderful boyfriend was there to support me through the whole ordeal. Uh, and I expected that it would break us, but we have never been stronger. That's that's my shit story. <sighs> Sometimes you hear stories like that, and you just say to yourself, "That that that is love. <sighs> that is love." Honestly. Ladies and anyone out there, really, find yourself a person who is completely cool with you wrapping your hand in a condom and then pulling your own rock-hard poo out of yourself. Stunning and brave. But this is why, you know, it's a great idea for couples who are, like, new to each other to go to a to go to a nation like uh, people go to Bali from Australia all the time and they experience a thing called Bali belly, which is essentially, you know, your gut is being um, shown all of this new bacteria because you're in a foreign land eating food that you wouldn't usually eat. And most people get a thing called Bali belly where they shit themselves. And I don't think that there's a better test and it should happen early in a relationship that really is the, the the test of somebody's metal. Can they stand you shitting your brains out on the toilet? And then, then you have to fight for it too because sometimes you're like, well, I also have the barley belly right now, babe, so could you just please? And I reckon two weeks into the relationship, go to Bali or go to that some faraway nation and test out their food and, and verse each other, wrestle each other for the toilet. And that'll show... If, listen, I'll say this to the ladies in particular. If your guy is cool with you shitting 
bad, marry him. Marry him. Just like that person is no doubt going to marry that man who watched her pull poo out of herself. There's nothing more beautiful than that. That's a, that's a relationship coming back from the brink that you won't hear about. You know, there, there won't be an Oscar given to, to that moment. They should be making movies about that exact thing. They don't. But that's the truth. The truth is that we all shit. And everything that we do in this life is to cover up the fact that we do, the way that we dress, the shoes that we wear. You know, when you dress up and you go out of the house, it's not really you. Like when you dress up, it's not really you. Really you is you shitting. That's the truth. And everything that you do around that, going to work, dressing up, being in a board meeting. Oh, yes, I think this. It's covering up the fact that you are a shitter. You are a shitter. That's the truth. The way you walk when you when you know someone's watching you and you want to walk sexy, lies. Lies. The truth of you is that you're a shitter. And the sooner that you get to that moment with your beloved and you test their mettle, you see how willing are they to be with you. The better. Highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Okay, next. People don't admit how good queefing feels, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, queefing, or in the UK, often referred to very endearingly as a funny fart, um, is when air goes up your vagina, and as the saying goes, you know, what goes up must come down Mm -hmm. or I guess what goes in must come out (laughs) either way air comes out it vibrates your labia makes a fart sound feels fantastic Mm. um the first time it happened to me I was with my first boyfriend and I was on all fours and we were dry humping Mm. and unbeknownst to me he was thrusting and pushing air into my vagina (laughs) and at one point he thrusted into the back of me and this loud fart noise came out of me uh so I excused myself to the bathroom I was very confused Mm. uh very sheltered teenager as well Mm. um let all the air out it felt fantastic but I was very confused um I actually considered breaking up with him because I was so embarrassed but now I think it's fantastic I enjoy it when it happens with other people and sometimes when I masturbate I make myself do it as a little treat that is so beautiful and I, I love her voice it's actually kind of a very sensual British voice I very much enjoyed it um I I I there's a few things about that that I love let's own queefing like she enjoys the feeling now, which I think is such a, it's such a win. You know, it's like, it's always seen as this embarrassing thing. Oh, I queefed in front of somebody. Oh my gosh. She covers herself in shame. This woman ran to the bathroom and she's, this woman is now owning it so much that she's doing it while she's masturbating. I think it's beautiful. It's a triumph over the shame that society puts on women for queefing. Here's the truth about queefing and something that I think about it very much. Like I think about it every day at least once every half an hour, 
is that the queef in itself is something that's pushed into the vagina. Air is pushed into the vagina generally by a lover, mostly a man. Can happen to a woman though, but mostly a man. And then it the air comes out and everybody looks at the woman in shame. But really, it was kind of the man who created a fart in somebody else and then looks at her like it's her fault. It's not her should, that should be ashamed. It is his fart that he put inside of somebody. But I just wanted to go back to what she said because there was a detail. Were they dry humping? I have to go back and listen to it. Were they dry humping from behind? Do you, I mean, number one, do you remember dry humping? Lol. I mean, <laughs> it's like just anyway, you were teenagers. We were teenagers and we didn't. We didn't want to have sex. We didn't necessarily want to lose our virginity just yet. We wanted to wait and see. But dry humping is hilarious. I just want to go back and have a little listen and get this detail. Were they having? Were they humping? Dry humping from behind. Listen. People don't admit how good queefing feels. How essential is she? I don't know why. <laughs> um, queefing, or in the UK, often referred to very. It's when air goes up your vagina mm-hmm. and it's come down, or I guess what goes in must come out. Sorry, I'm just going to look for where Either it is. Way, air comes out, mm-hmm. it vibrates your labia, yep. makes a fart sound, feels fantastic. Yeah. Um, the first time it happened to me, I was with my first boyfriend and I was on all fours and we were dry humping. What? And unbeknownst to me, he was... Thrusting and pushing air into my vagina. Right. And at one point, he thrusted into the back of me and this loud... This is strange, though. How do you get to the back of somebody via the via the dry humping from behind? Number one, I don't even think I've ever heard of anybody dry humping from behind. That's just the strangest thing. It just takes so much work. And then how is he exactly doing it? Uh, and how is he pushing? I mean, I understand that he's pushing air into you. How is he getting to the back of you, though? It's actually a, a stunning and brave display if you're actually able to do that. I'd love to know the science. Um, I should definitely find the person who, if anyone's done any type of any type of science on the vaginal queef, I'd love to hear from you. Excuse me, there's a truck going past. I'm now in my garage, by the way, for anyone interested, where I where I shoot this. Chaplin took my studio. It's now his room. And that was a very soundproof room. And now I'm in the garage. That's where they put me. That's what they think of me in this household. Okay. Okay, here we go. About 10 years ago, I was seeing a guy who, a military guy who was stationed at uh, Fort Bragg. And, Why is that funny? Uh, he I don't know. was at my house and he was going down on me Mm -hmm. and things were great and I hit the O of bingo Mm -hmm. and when I did um, this happened and it sounded kind of like this it was um, and then I I, kind of got uncomfortable and started to laugh so it was like a um, and that was a queef. It was a queef. Uh, and I queffed his face. Huh? And it, it, I couldn't stop. And it was really, really embarrassing. <laughs> and um, he started to laugh really loudly. And after that, he 
pulled up the South Park episode <laughs> with uh, where, where they had the Road Warrior, the Road Warrior episode, and we laughed about it. Amazing. Um, I've recovered. I've recovered since then, but that's probably one of the more embarrassing things that ever happened to me. So incredible. Have fun with that. Thank you. I am having fun with that. That's amazing. I love the honesty about the sound, how long it went for, but also that when you laughed, <laughs> more queef came out. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you. And I, I actually think this guy sounds great. I mean, what you want is to have a good giggle and that the fact that, because, you know, usually oral is, you know, the, is the pre, you know, sex. And they didn't do that. Notice she queefed, they laughed, he played South Park. <laughs> Which I love. I just think that that's really cute. I mean, it shows a great comfort. I don't know. If, it doesn't sound like they got married, but he went back to Fort Bragg. No doubt went to, you know, off to Afghanistan and hope he's doing well wherever he is. All I've ever imagined, though, is when somebody queefs during oral is that, like, the person who's doing the licking and the eating that the queef brushes against that. They definitely have bangs and the bangs are just ruffle in the wind, you know? And this is, that gives me so much joy of a person just getting a slight breeze. Ah, like almost a refresher. Really? It's like, ah, there we go. Ah, back to work. But they didn't do that. He got the ruffling of the hair, laughed, put on South park, which I love. I think he sounds like a big, cutie and so does she thank you so much for calling in and sharing this with me thank you for everyone calling in and sharing this with me it, it, it's really a real treat let's go to aha okay so it's totally true farts do go up the vagina uh this happened to me once i was driving to work and minding my own business when a fart comes out, rolls up to the front and hits me straight in the nose with a full blast salt water smelling fart. And I don't want to blame my vagina that this fart smelled like salt water because it's kept in prime shape. Okay. So the real question is why am I producing salt water smelling farts? I'd like to know if anybody else has experienced this. Um, and if they've been driving and a fart goes up the front and hits them in the face like that, that's very surprising. It is surprising. It's fascinating, actually. Why is it that you fart out of your butthole, obviously? It goes up into your folds. Notice she said vagina. Not biologically correct, whoever you are. I'm not going to tell. I can see your name right now. But, you know, the fact that the fart of the, of the anus, which stinks like a poo, yeah, I think that's pretty fair to say. Goes up into your your doors, and you know it comes out smelling like salt water. Fascinating. It's like it's a it's a salination plant, not a desalination plant, but a salination plant. The vagina is, and you know you do hear about the jokes about uh, vaginas smelling like fish and seafood, etc. And maybe that's maybe that is they're connected, you know. But just generally, at its best. Or at its, you know, most neutral, I'd say salt water is a pretty good smell to be coming out of a vagina. Like if you can get a raspberry mist, that would be ideal. But it's rare. 
I don't think I mean, it's never happened to me, a raspberry mist, but a bit of salt water, you know, a little salt salination spritz. I wouldn't hate that rustling my bangs. I mean, no, that's not what we're talking about. Anyway, has anybody experienced this? I would love to hear from you. Has anybody experienced the fart going into the labial folds, coming out and smelling like something other than a fart? Salt water, for instance? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me here on the Zaddy Zone. I hope you've enjoyed it. I certainly have. I love that people call in and let me know these things. If you if you or your friend has a story, or even if you want to tell your friend's story without telling them, I want to hear from you. Go to thelukecook.com forward slash hotline and tell me all about it. Um, I th- This has been one of my most favorite episodes. I think mainly because of that story about the condom on the hand taking out the dry poo. It just fascinated me. And look, I'm going to cry again. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful story and uh, one for the ages. And um, big news, I'm going to write the script right now about that story. And Meryl Streep or Kate Blanchett vying for either will be playing the role of that woman. Once again, if you're interested in The Notebook, I would love for you to check it out. It's on Amazon. The link is in the show notes. Go and have a little peekaboo. And if you want to buy one, great. And if you want to buy one for a friend or family member, that's great too. They don't have to know who I am. I've written it on purpose so that it doesn't matter who I am. It's not, there's no in-joke. There's no zaddy zone talk. There's no poo talk or queef talk. It's for anybody at all. And I really believe that. And that's why I wrote it. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I love you. XOXO. It's zaddy. My sweet zaddies. This episode of the zaddy zone is brought to you by a product I use literally every morning first thing. AG1. It is the ultimate multivitamin, especially if you want to make health and wellness simple for yourself. So what's in it and why do I take it every morning? Well, one scoop of AG1, I'm absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, adaptogens to help me start my day right. This special blend of ingredients supports gut health, the nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. My favorite ingredients in particular in there, I love getting zinc first thing in the morning, and I love getting some ashwagandha because I know it's great for all of those stressful days, right? It's keto. It's paleo. It's vegan. Can you imagine Meeting that as a person, a keto paleo vegan, they would be terrible. But this as a product is delicious. It supports clear thinking, better gut health. It's a delicious way to start every day. And you start the day with like a serving of greens. That is a win. Let's talk cost. $3 a day. Don't at me. Less than a coffee a day, you can have athletic greens. $3 a day. I started drinking it because Andrew Huberman drinks it. David Sinclair drinks it. Tim Ferriss drinks it. And I do what they do because, well, they, they know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? Athletic Greens is going to give you, listen to this, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash zaddy. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash zaddy to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. If you've enjoyed this episode of The Zaddy Zone, I encourage you to subscribe and rate our podcast five stars. And if you feel so generous, please write a review. Say how much you loved it. Um, I only want to provide value to you, and I hope you're feeling some value by listening to it. We're not asking for any money. Just a nice old rate, review, subscribe. XOXO. Zaddy.